Hello, Joseph. Uh, welcome to another episode of FinTech uh, Friday podcast. Uh, Thank you, Sanjay. So good, good to be here. Great. So uh, this is a special episode, uh, listeners. I think uh, we've had so far uh, people from uh, world of technology working on some very transformative ideas uh, in India. The last one. Uh, was about uh, the latest uh, in uh, fintech and the world of uh, uh, money in terms of SPACs uh, from somebody who's done a SPAC in the US. And now we have Joseph who's very interestingly, you know, uh, putting up uh, something called Infinity Forum, which we will want to talk about more in detail. Uh, one of its kind event coming in uh, later uh, this week, that is next week rather. Uh, and... Uh, uh, before we get there, maybe we will uh, start with a brief introduction, uh, uh, Joseph. I know I've, I've already seen you in multiple facets and I'm quite amazed actually how one person can do so many things. But maybe in your own words, if you can introduce, uh, you know, where you came from and, you know, what do you do uh, briefly? Certainly, certainly, Sanjay. So basically, I started my career with uh, Infosys, been there for about 16 years uh, and uh, yeah, I, I recall way back in 2001 when I left the shows of India to go to the U.S. to work for our Fortune 100 clients. So I continued there. I worked in the U.S., uh, Canada, Mexico City, did a lot of things for our clients. And um, after a pretty long time, uh, 2013, I decided I need to come back to India. Uh, continued uh, for another couple of years till 2015 uh, at Infosys and then decided to kind of uh, retire from corporate life. Mm-hmm. And I went back to my native place, uh, thinking I can do farming. But then I ended up mentoring students, teaching them what startups are, because I was in the Bay Area for quite some time, so the startup fever had got onto me. So it was good to kind of work with uh, rural engineering students, give them insights into startups, how to be job creators than job seekers. And I got help from the government that time. They started the uh, Startup India movement was there, born. And then uh, the Kerala Startup Mission also pitched in. But then very soon, uh, Dr. Raghuram Rajan, who was then the RBI governor, it was his idea to start an uh, IT subsidiary for RBI. Mm -hmm. So I was one of the founding teams. So I relocated back to Mumbai, thought I'll do something for the country by helping the RBI. So we were four or five people who co-founded Reserve Bank Information Technology. And uh, I was there for the last uh, four or five years uh, until I got an opportunity to get into a startup of a regulator. So this is IFSCA, International Financial Services Centers Authority, set up by the uh, an act of the parliament, Ministry of Finance. So this is again another startup, but then this time it's a regulator, a unified regulator for the financial uh, sector. And uh, that's how the journey has been gone. So it's about like what, 23, 24 years? Exciting so far, not complaining. Wow, that's, that's, that's really amazing. And there are parts of this which I certainly didn't know before. So it kind of makes me think that uh, you know some someday some movie can come on uh, come on this because it's quite a wide ranging uh, thing from the high tech uh, world of US Canada working with the Fortune 100 clients to going back to farming to uh, teaching engineering students and then startups and then a regulator-driven technology entity and then now a regulator or part of regulator yourself. I mean, it's quite an amazing journey. So uh, I guess if we have more people like that, this place is going to be looking very, very different uh, because you're bringing the best from what you learned 
to an area which requires a lot of innovation but uh, does not see as much uh, because most people actually don't understand technology that well in the world of finance and this is my uh, observation as somebody who has been in finance for probably around similar time as you and in fact i wrote a book called fintech future last year exactly for the reason because i kind of saw that people in finance don't understand technology and people in technology don't understand finance they don't have the same lingo uh, and as a result you really can't make really great things happen uh, because you're on like you know one one is on the mars and other is on the venus uh, so to speak so it's amazing to see somebody integrating these two and and that too so so nicely absolutely so so yeah with that uh, let me get into the uh, something that you are about to launch which is uh, infinity forum uh, and um, you know for the listeners uh, this is an event that is uh, uh, that is in public domain uh, infinityforum.in uh, you could check out uh, and you'll be amazed at the both the list of uh, speakers uh, as well as uh, some of the really next generation technology topics that are being covered by this event coming up on 3rd and 4th of uh, december so uh, i would like you to talk a little bit joseph about how did you conceive the idea of this uh, and uh, and you know how did you really manage to uh, pack such a strong uh, set of uh, uh, leaders uh, and innovators uh, and and technology people together in in one uh, sort of a inaugural event uh, would be great to know and then we can talk about some of the specific sub areas of that which personally i am quite interested in and i'm sure the listeners would be as well which are quite futuristic right so uh, see actually the honorable finance minister in her budget speech uh, wanted to make a gift uh, city here the gift ifse as a fintech hub so so we thought okay uh, we have an ifse here the first international financial service center in the country and uh, we want to make it a fintech hub uh, because uh, when i say ifse uh, it means it's a foreign jurisdiction you know so it's a, it's a nice uh, landing spot for the uh, global players it mm-hmm. could be a very good melting pot for our domestic players as well to come in and take wings and go abroad you know to go explore these shows outside so, so that's how sense, it simplified is. sense it is like dubai or singapore uh, for listeners who don't necessarily understand high finance uh, you would say absolutely you hit the nail right on it it's it's like a dubai or a singapore so it's like an offshore which is onshore right mm-hmm. so onshore is india domestic economy offshore is your dubai singapore so you really need not go there the offshore is now within gift city gift ifsc the ifsc of the country mm-hmm. okay so with, with that a kind of a broad canvas and mandate which we had uh, we thought yeah we need to do something for the country here because we have heard a lot about the singapore fintech festival and so many other fintech festivals in the world and what we found was Uh, a lot of our own uh, indian companies and indian participants are part of those and we thought okay let's try to do something at our end but then we are not actually doing or replicating a singapore fintech festival but we want to do something which is high on quality which really is like a thought leadership forum for fintech so that was our idea like and create a festival we wanted to create a global thought leadership forum and then we set about 
thinking a name for it. And then we found out the best way to go about it is like send a message that we are taking India to the world. We are taking India to international. So that's the essence of an IFSC, International Financial Services Center. So that's where your I in the infinity's first two letters come in, India and international. And then, of course, talking about finance. So the fin part came in. And then we are trying to marry it with technology. So the T and Y of technology came in and that's how Infinity was born. So that's the brief background about how this entire naming convention came into place. Mm -hmm. But then we also thought, yeah, we need to have quality stuff. So we then started embarking on what could be our themes. The first one was very easy. uh, Fintech Beyond Boundaries. That was our first theme because we are exploring beyond boundaries, helping fintechs go beyond boundaries and even the global guys come in so it's all about beyond boundaries mm-hmm. the second one which we thought was a slight departure from the regular uh, world of payments and settlements and cross borders and stuff we thought let's focus a little bit beyond finance fintech is not just finance there's a lot of convergence happening right. there's a lot of embedded uh, finance which is happening you know across sectors so that's where the second theme was born fintech beyond finance and the next one the last one which we picked was uh, what could we focus which is beyond next what what is next people are talking a lot of things about blockchain web 3.0 but we said okay let's look beyond next so fintech beyond next and that's when we zoomed into quantum so in a nutshell the three themes are for infinity forum fintech beyond boundaries fintech beyond finance and fintech beyond next that's quite amazing actually and uh, for for most people i think uh, you know some of these things uh, may look uh, super futuristic uh, uh, sort of uh, sci-fi and one may wonder why does one really need to talk about it now but i i'm sure as we'll soon realize uh, there are a lot of things that are happening in the world which are uh, you know already looking into the next uh, and beyond uh, uh, finance uh, in some sense already and uh, it's it's amazing to see that uh, all of that is being uh, brought into one single uh, capsule uh, over two days and i would uh, certainly uh, recommend very highly every listener to register for this event and uh, listen to a lot of very interesting sessions uh, that are that are going to come up and you'll see that in the agenda uh, on on the website that that i briefly mentioned before infinityforum.in like this sochcast tune in for more with the sochcast app from the google play store just going back to that naming convention uh, and i think that's very interesting and to some to my mind i think uh, you know uh, there are there are two ways of looking at a name right one is uh, you know what does it mean you know what does it signify what does it have in store what does it build just by the name and the association uh, and the other being you know like the famous uh, statement by somebody what's in a name right uh, so uh, uh, i i have not been right. able to take a <laughs> take a view on which one is better but i certainly feel that there are some names which are which are quite powerful actually and to my mind infinity is one of those powerful uh, name or association 
for multiple reasons right and uh, uh, to me at least one uh, one of the key association that it has is to uh, unbounded progress which uh, is something that uh, david doish uh, the famous uh, physicist uh, talked about uh, in his book uh, beyond uh, uh, or moving towards infinity which basically says that we are always going to be uh, at a starting point of a infinite uh, journey you mentioned you were in us for a long time and uh, one of the reasons why always why i uh, i didn't really go to us for a pretty long time in my career but then when i went one of the first places i went wanted to go and visit was actually the infinity uh, loop right which is in the bay area uh, popularized uh, by some of these uh, uh, silicon valley companies uh, and again they started with uh, infinity as the uh, emblem so to speak and so i'm really uh, i actually have infinity in my in my whatsapp uh, you know description about myself actually so it's a very important uh, emblem and uh, while you obviously have talked about the the components of that coming together making it even more meaningful i i i really think that you know i think you've sort of uh, won half the battle so to speak by uh, bringing all this together in a in a in the name itself and obviously then the content matters but first of all congratulations for coming up with what looks like an amazing uh, set of uh, names points associations together uh, to make a powerful uh, journey so to speak absolutely all credit to the uh, branding team over the infinity forum branding team so it's a, it's a combination of uh, uh, our team from ifsca and all of our partners so uh, this uh, infinity forum uh, it's hosted by ifsca so probably for the first time a regulator in india is hosting an event like this along with gift city who's a co-host and then uh, we have bloomberg our international partner and of course the domestic partners are niti ayog our uh, nascom fiki and invest india so i think it's a unified team effort uh, and uh, we are pretty happy about how things have fallen in place and and as you said you know two days agenda we also had some background and some design elements as to how we designed those two days so we said hey the first day is going to be all about um, policy makers and uh, the business leaders giving their vision so it's all about the big picture view on the first day and on the second day it's more about you know all the practitioners coming in and talking about those themes like how the rubber meets the road kind of a story mm-hmm. so if you really look at our agenda it's like we get our honorable prime minister to inaugurate this uh, and then right after that we have a it is fintech beyond boundaries theme where we talk about inclusive growth across the globe and we have none other than three finance ministers coming together our own honorable uh, ms nirmala sitaraman finance minister then we have finance minister of malaysia and finance minister of uh, indonesia uh, both joining in and the moderator is uh, none other than dr bibek devroy uh, the chairman of prime minister's economic advisory council government of india so we hope to hear from the policy makers there on that particular topic and then we have other topics on building a global stack you know the india stack has been a great story so how can india give back to the world how can we take it global so that's where we have a global stack story and then we have business leaders vision like where we have uh, the likes of mr uday kotak uh, mr masayoshi son softbank 
Mr. Mukesh Ambani coming in and giving his views. So that's how the first session is planned. Like you know, very well packed first half. Similarly, on the second half too, we have similar kind of a story, but this time the theme again, as I said, moves on to the convergence part, uh, mm-hmm. fintech beyond finance. And the first panel again, uh, you know, we have uh, ministers, honorable ministers from different countries talking about how finance and fintech, you know, beyond finance have helped them. Uh, and then uh, we have some interesting conversations, uh, something like a zero G to a zero C. What we mean there is zero gravity to a zero carbon. You know, how, how space tech, the convergence of space tech can really help in the agri tech and green tech. Some interesting thoughts around that. And that is a very close topic to me because, uh, Sanjay, you would not know, before mm-hmm. I joined Infosys, uh, I was supposed to join ISRO as a scientist. I had a job offer from ISRO, Indian Space Research Organization. Oh. So for some reason, I thought I should go with a startup because Infosys was more like a startup then, 20, 25 years ago. Right. So I went there. So it's like, you know, coming full I mean, life, yeah. coming to the world, yeah. you know, back to the space kind of a topic. Uh, right. So that's interesting for me. So that's how it goes. And then the later part, we also have uh, uh, some uh, very good uh, folks from the different space agencies giving their point of view from the European Space Agency, from Singapore and so on. And uh, and then we cap it up, you know, the day ends with a talk on quantum. That's our FinTech Beyond Next by uh, none other than uh, Mr. Arvind Krishna, Chairman and CEO of IBM. So that's how the day one is packed. It's uh, pretty, pretty uh, intense, I believe. Right, right. No, certainly very, very uh, much looking forward to all this. Uh, you, you have the highest authorities uh, uh, presenting, talking, inaugurating, uh, discussing, and really some of the best experts as well across fields. And, you know, this kind of melting pot is is a very, very high-level synthesis uh, of uh, ideas, vision, uh, uh, as well as potentially concrete steps, which is where I think in some sense future uh, will be uh, built, so to speak, in a, in a very deliberate and uh, uh, structured way. Uh, I, for one, uh, I'm amazed at uh, how you brought all this together. So kudos once again and all the best for, for this. Uh, to my mind, I think, uh, you know, that divide between finance and technology which was which was something that i saw very starkly a few years back uh, clearly seems like it's going to keep getting closed with things like this with events like this and with uh, thought processes which bring together people from both and and the other deep tech uh, uh, ecosystem so as to you know harmonize it all together to build sort of a better uh, world so uh, uh, definitely uh, uh, look forward and I would probably just want to spend maybe a few minutes each on two of the themes that uh, you talked about. Uh, one, uh, the space uh, in uh, the convergence piece and second, uh, the quantum in the next uh, piece. So if that's okay with you. Absolutely, not a problem. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. So, you know, on the space, uh, at first glance, uh, uh, I sort of thought, uh, you know, uh, that these these seem to be quite uh, uh, different, uh, un, 
connected areas, so to speak, you know, space and finance. And uh, the first time I saw the agenda and then I started looking into it deeper. And then I realized that it's really very closely connected in some sense, right? And we are talking about, you know, COP26 has just happened. We are talking about uh, green uh, finance, uh, finance becoming far more uh, sort of responsible uh, from an environmental perspective and finance really builds the world, right? I mean, everything that we do ultimately has a financial angle to it. And I've always been wondering, how does one ensure that some of these things uh, that uh, that we uh, seem to be wanting to remake get executed in action? And then I realized that the, that the answer to that is actually space. And uh, you, you, you mentioned about... Uh, your background coming from, you know, almost have having joined space. ISRO is one of the best institutions, obviously, that India has. And who knows if you had joined ISRO, we would have been on Mars or, or Moon by now or, or uh, on, on way. But yeah, I think we, we could still get there. Uh, but, That's very uh, kind of you. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yeah, we, we may get there faster uh, with, uh, with, uh, with the conversions that uh, you're helping create. Uh, but how do you see the opportunities? And I, I briefly looked at and understood there are opportunities about, you know, <clears throat> uh, tracking the uh, tracking the climate, uh, tracking crops, tracking uh, the uh, you know a variety of uh, real life earthly observations, as it's called EO, and also then connected back to maybe things like green finance, maybe things like you know what are the policies that need to be. Uh, ensured that they are working at a real ground level without having sort of a physical presence, right? So in some sense, it it bridges a very large gap that is there in our current uh, worldview. And it's quite exciting to see that uh, that's something that you're going to be talking about. Uh, but yeah, what do you what do you think? I mean, what what is your idea about uh, bringing this together? Right. So you rightly said, like, you know, everybody initially uh, feels a little perplexed, uh, how does space really connect to finance? And uh, we being IFSEA, uh, how does it all uh, add up to? But in simple terms, uh, when we say finance, like, you know, we being a unified regulator, we are talking about banking. Uh, we are talking about, so of course, loans uh, yeah. and, uh, you know, lending part comes in there. Then when we say capital markets, we talk about investments. Uh, when we talk about insurance, of course, insurance is there, reinsurance and so on and so forth. So now how do we connect these two at far end? Of, those are the far end of the spectrum. So you get this geospatial intelligence from space tech. And as you rightly said, be it climate data or the landmass, Earth observation, RIOs, whatever you said, REOs, all of those help us assess what the risks are, how the crops are doing, right? All of those fields, like how, how, how well is your sustainable investment doing? Correct. It gives you very, very detailed, fine-grained intelligence on how things are. And using that, definitely, uh, this is one area where you need a lot of investments. This is the area where you could get lending and loans going on. Yeah. This is the area where, you know, the insurance can happen, you know, the crop insurance or whatever it is. So, so net-net, if you look at it, you can easily make the connect from space to agri-tech to green tech and to the entire set of you know, financial instruments that are available. So net-net price discovery can happen. Net-net uh, no insurance and reinsurance can happen. And I'm not sure if you know, um, 
this might sound a real a little bit futuristic but uh there's something called as an aircraft leasing framework which mm-hmm. IFSCA has launched so for the first time in the country uh we could have you uh, know aircraft leasing earlier people used to go out of our country to other other destinations ireland or wherever it is to do this but now they could just walk into gift city gift iversy and get it done mm-hmm. similarly ifsca is working on something called as uh, maritime or probably ship leasing in the near future yeah if space really takes up and if jeff bezos and richard manson and elon musk of the world have their way and space travel becomes you know common place in 4 to 5 years i would have no doubt that ifsca would come with a spacecraft leasing framework so you know it's 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 a brave new world out there and i think it's only our imagination which will limit it that's so true that's so true and i think uh, in some sense unless you uh, really imagine hard as well as uh, uh, in some sense work on it harder even harder i think that future cannot be built and uh, the very fact that we start thinking about it and we start uh looking at the patterns and looking at the connections between these different areas makes them come together faster than otherwise and uh, build products and i completely agree that you could reimagine the entire crop insurance for example from the current way it is to a very uh, different experience where the weather the actual crop quality quantity uh, on ground can all be connected together to an insurance uh, contract if one can reimagine that as a smart contract at some stage uh, including the policies to uh, sort of uh, you know uh, further uh, provide impetus to some of these things and automated digitized real time uh, provision of uh, insurance to to farmers and uh, uh, some of those processes are so slow in the in the current analog world that we live in right and so fractured that uh, it it does seem like some of these newer approaches could could make a zero to one change and uh, you know as as you mentioned about the spacecraft leasing uh, very forward looking idea uh, it will be great to see if that happens and that happens right here but uh, whether that happens or not for sure i think we have uh, we have like tens of thousands of satellites that are now uh, orbiting the earth uh, in the low earth uh, uh and talking about space cannot be complete without uh, one man uh, mr elon musk <laughs> obviously and uh, you know it would have been great to have him i guess uh, maybe in the next uh, version if not this but uh, you know what he's doing can we can practically bring together telecommunications and uh, to the most uh, uh, remote parts uh, uh, of india for example and the world uh, through the starlink uh, uh, constellation of uh, satellites and in india we have so many startups which are which are doing some really good work uh, on very small size packets to be sent into space and so on and so forth so it really looks like all this is coming together and what one needs is imagination to create the right applications responsible applications uh, and i hope uh, this is a start of that uh, uh, process uh, Uh, and in fact i know if you have yeah. to kind of uh, sum mm-hmm. it up uh, mm-hmm. in kind of the social impact or the inclusiveness it brings yeah. into it is all about delivering those accessible affordable and uh, relevant financial products to those yeah. low income customers in the remote areas of india right yeah. because of this space convergence absolutely i think that's i mean i i for one believe that technology can be a great leveler 
uh, it can be fundamentally very very democratic uh, and bring you know equal access to everybody but obviously one has to design the right applications using the right uh, components together and who better than a regulator to think about the right way that the ecosystem can evolve provide the tools and then people can innovate uh, on top right uh, so great to see uh, that and maybe just last point uh, uh, or rather last question on the next part if we can move towards that uh, quantum right and and if if i thought uh, space was a little uh, out there from a finance perspective uh, and again this is coming from my maybe background as a finance guy though i am far more deeply interested in technology and engineering but uh, maybe that that bias is uh, was causing me to think about it separately but uh, but quantum definitely looked uh, out out there i mean it definitely looked next to next right <laughs> in some sense uh, but but again and i realized on deeper sort of uh, looking into that that one quantum is already there as in here we already have systems which are working with uh, you know a few hundred qubits and talking about few thousand qubits and uh, probably a million qubits uh, in the next few years decade whatever that you know it's very hard to predict the future but one of the key things that that sort of brings in and the challenges that brings in as well is one is that it can accelerate computing to a level that can never be even uh, imagined uh, from before and make very complex problems uh, uh, being which are unsolvable which can be solved or accelerating some of the large uh, computing that today takes long time in fraction of uh, seconds but two also the risk of uh, quantum breaking the existing encryptions and and hence then create need to create quantum proof systems so what is your perspective of you know bringing this session and how do you see this uh, moving forward over the next one year i guess before the next uh, epi- edition of uh, infinity forum will come about right so so one thing about infinity forum as we said it's like a conversation right it's a thought leadership kind of a conversation so we want to continue engaging on these topics because mm-hmm. uh, it's not a, a one one time event uh, we will continue with this throughout the year and we want to see how well we have traversed this journey when we do the next year the 2022 infinity forum so coming back to quantum uh, yeah you hit the nail right on its head you're talking about the risks and as a regulator we are seeing those risks coming in you know today everybody um, yeah secure bank net banking net banking we are all happy that we have an https protocol and uh, all the multi factor authentication and the best of the things in the world but as you rightly said the quantum systems like uh, 100 qubits i know more than that you know recently ibm launched their eagle uh, quantum system again more than 100 qubits but when you say 100 qubits you know that itself is so powerful yeah right? you're talking about 2 to the power n you know if it is where n is the number of bits in your regular classical system so 2 to the power of you know 100 bit system is coming in oh my god i i really don't know it's only a matter of milliseconds before they crack all these uh, <laughs> the cryptography around it mm-hmm. in your protocols so that's where this quantum secure or quantum resilient uh, systems are going to be really required and 
I'm sure you would know uh, the NIST, the National Institutes of yep. Standards and Technology in the US. They are kind of coming up with a recommended uh, post-quantum cryptography standard. I mean, I think they're targeting next year. Uh, hopefully it comes out because everybody knows that the threat is real and it can really kind of upset the Apple card. To just give a perspective, uh, I think there was a study by Deloitte some time ago mm-hmm. where they said, if, if a cyber criminal has a quantum computer and he's equipped with that, the right, he can easily take 25 to 30%, I think, easily at least 25% of the, you know, cryptos out there stored <laughs> in the mechanism. So, so that's, that's the kind of threat if you look at from that angle of a cryptocurrency world today, right? But then, see, the, there, there's always a positive, like you could always use this in areas, you know, like uh, I'm sure in the financial side, the investment strategies, the kind yeah. of complex algorithms we have from the financial world, they can use it. And of course, there's a lot of implication in healthcare, agriculture, national security, logistics. I mean, it's it's just about a brute monster, which you could kind of, you know, instead of making it go Frankenstein, make it your slave and do the best possible things. So we believe, at least from the financial services side, as a financial services regulator, uh, we definitely want to look at quantum. We want to see how it's going to impact the financial services and uh, how better we can equip and ensure uh, our, our consumers have the best of the you know the technologies and products. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Wonderful, wonderful. Now I think that's both the risk as well as more importantly. The opportunities after having taken care of uh, the risk is where again the creativity, imagination, and uh, hard work from uh, large companies as well as startups will uh, make a difference. And in that respect, maybe just as by way of closing remarks, uh, would you maybe talk about uh, you know the environment for startups uh, uh, that you you see and the incentives. Uh, for them to do some of this great opportunities and great pieces of work that could be out there uh, starting ahead from this event and so on. Absolutely. So I'll just tie up these themes. So now we spoke about space and quantum and there is a convergence between the two as well. Correct. I'm not sure if you realize that even though they are two different themes, there is still a convergence because your entire concept of uh, QKD as they call it, quantum key distribution, I'm sure some of these space elements are going to come in to make sure it's a real success. So we are talking about a convergence among our themes. But NetNet, how does this segue into the next topic you just brought in, like, you know, um, the environment we have in. So basically, as a regulator, uh, what we have done is we have enabled a framework, a regulatory sandbox framework. Mm -hmm. So what it means is uh, we believe uh, how are forward-looking our thought processes? Innovation will always be ahead of the curve with respect to regulations. So regulation usually does the catch-up game. But then the only other way to kind of draw parity would be to use a regulatory sandbox where we relax regulations, let companies and products kind of thrive in a boundary-conditioned, uh, you know, kind of a very controlled environment with live data, live mm-hmm. customers. And then we could take the lessons from that and amend or create new regulations so that regulations catch up with innovation. So that's where we have this regulatory sandbox. Mm -hmm. And uh, we definitely want to look at some of these new age technologies and companies to come in and try out. uh, And uh, we would definitely be supporting those. 
And also, I would like to, at this juncture, uh, remind uh, what the Honorable Finance Minister announced a few days ago, probably mm-hmm. last last Saturday, about an incentive scheme for fintechs. Mm-hmm. This is the first time probably a regulator is coming up with an incentive scheme for fintechs. Uh, so essentially what we are saying is uh, we also want to not only give a regulatory sandbox where people try new technologies and solutions, you know, under the guidance and uh, uh, the outlook of a regulator, but also we would want to fund a little bit of those to take those ideas to fruition. We want to ensure the success rate is high so that the equation with respect to innovation is really exponential for us at Gift IFC. So I believe this could be the best confluence for the people who have great ideas. Uh, You have a world-beating idea, you know, we have the sandbox for you. We have some little bit of money for you to fund them. And all we need is a lot of hard work and perseverance from the teams to make it really big, take India to the world. That's so amazing. And I think that's really the best concluding remark uh, that is possible that uh, for anybody listening and thinking about uh, i think building the the next world uh, and you know uh, 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 all the support that's required to make that happen may exist potentially in one place as uh, uh, joseph uh, very nicely brought together and so you know what's really limiting is the individual's uh, power of imagination and the ability to put in the hard work but i just hope that with all this being available we can see that uh, you know transformation come about and happen and like in your case uh, specifically uh, the convergence from technology to farming to engineering to regulation building together to uh, you know make the next leap uh, i hope we have at least a few listeners who bring in similar uh, you know ethos to make the next leap for uh, for india not just india but for the entire uh, humanity as well once again i would like to congratulate you and the team that is working together and the partners for uh, for just thinking about this and creativity is really the first part of uh, making anything happen as well as taking all the hard work making all the word hard work to make this happen and all the best for the actual event and the series of conversations post that and uh, look forward to maybe have you back uh, uh, on this show uh, sometime next year as well with a few more conversations which would have yielded some more hopefully strong results uh, as well thank you with uh, all that uh, joseph really really enjoyed this uh, conversation uh, uh, if you would like to give some final remarks uh, all yours Uh, Thank you, Sanjay. Thanks for the opportunity. Uh, I'm sure uh, uh, we will collaborate more in future. And uh, as I said before, it's a brave new world out there. Let's explore it and go for it. Thank you. Great. Wonderful. So that was another episode of uh, Fintech uh, Friday podcast. For once, this is actually not Friday, but uh, I hope the discussion was so powerful and so enriching that uh, the listeners will pardon me for it not being on Friday. Thank you.